<laughs> Welcome back, everyone. I'm Gabby DePaula with Drew Jones, and this is the Queens of the North podcast. Going into week three, man, what a week two. We were just talking about before coming on what teams were really, really bad in the NFL this year, and there's not that many. There's a ton of toss-ups this year, and watching the AFC North, I mean, who knows who's going to win? I mean, again, we're going into week three. Who's going to be number one in the AFC North? Uh, it's going to take the whole season to figure that out. What do you think, Juru? Definitely a toss-up. I mean, Steelers, mm-hmm. Ravens, Browns, all one and one. And I'm actually really surprised that the Bengals are owned too. I mean, I'm happy we beat them, but definitely surprised uh, that they lost to a Dakless Cowboys over the weekend. This is like ridiculous. What's going on in the NFL right now? Cooper Rush coming in hot. Who saw that? I, you know, I always update everyone with my draft. I don't gamble outside of the nfl but i love (laughs) i can't in maryland yet come on december like apparently it's gonna happen sometime yeah but um you know i picked the Bengals in my survivor pool i thought that was a lock i you're supposed to pick them um you know before 11 o'clock on that sunday or unless you're taking the thursday night game i picked them on tuesday i was like Bengals are gonna win that's an easy that's a lock-in my cousin who's also my roommate said the same thing she had uh, I think the Broncos and then changed it to the Bengals last minute. And I'm like, we're both one and one. Like we have to, we are allowed to have one more team. We're about, we're sorry. We're allowed to have two losses. So mm. I have one loss going into week three pissed off. Anyways, this, back to the AFC North. Yeah, this is, this is quite an interesting time that we're in. Um, I, as a Steelers fan, am not particularly happy. <laughs> How are you feeling about your Ravens? That was quite a tough loss over the weekend. Um, it was kind of embarrassing. You know, that's never happened since 2011, apparently. Giving up the um, game in the fourth quarter. Well, no, being behind three touchdowns <laughs> with the Dolphins. Uh, I have to bring up that stat. I screenshotted it for this podcast. Let me bring it up. So Did since 2011, <laughs> teams had a record of 0 and 711 when trailing by 21 points or more in the fourth quarter. Now that's 1 in 711. Dude, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's so bad. That oh is, my god, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Wait, it's, it's kind of funny though, like because I'm thinking back to like Falcons Patriots Super Bowl when the Patriots were down 28 to three. But I guess yeah, I wasn't like into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. They like started the comeback in the second half, but that's yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Fourth quarter, yeah. I mean, I remember thinking. Maybe we'll get Tyler Huntley in here today, um, who's the backup quarterback. That would be fun. I feel pretty comfortable in this game. Fourth quarter happens. Nope. Keep keep everyone in. Keep everyone in. No one's getting out. No one's coming out. Everyone's everyone's in on every single play. It was bad. Um, Lamar looked good. Hot take. What do you think the problems are? Uh, Our defense. You know, we have a new DC. He's been with the Ravens before. He was with Jim Harbaugh, John's brother in Michigan. Um, You know, I think it's just they have they had a lot of injuries last year. They had Marcus Peters come back for the first time since last year. I believe he was on a pitch count, but his assignment was Tyreek Hill. Your first game back in a year and your assignment is Tyreek Hill. However, it did work in the first half. They did pretty much shut him out in the first half and then. Second half came and the adjustments came from the Dolphins and cheetah gonna cheetah. <laughs> you know it's funny because again I had him on my uh, on my lineup and then I saw how the the Ravens treated Tyreek Hill last year. He only had like 14 yards, three receptions last year. They really shut him out 
when they played him when he was with the Chiefs last year. Um, I was actually at that game. And so I was, I thought, you know, I'm going to keep them out of my lineup because they'll probably copy the same thing they did last year, which looks like they did in the first half. Second half comes cheetahs all over the place. Yeah. So I lost <laughs> defensive the struggles too. for sure. <laughs> they have a, you know, they have their first round safety or first round. Yeah. DB in there, Kyle Hamilton. He missed several assignments to the touchdowns from Tyreek Hill were Kyle Hamilton's assignment. And he, he was beat Came up a little short, came up very short. He was very yeah. confused. You saw a lot of the DBs kind of look at each other. I was like, Kyle, that was you. That was you, dude. That was you. Where were you lined up at? Not with Tyreek. He beat you completely. So Kyle Hamilton got burned and hopefully to see a better, a better defense going against the Patriots this year or on Sunday. I can remember a couple of years ago when, you know, the Steelers would be scoring when we had the killer bees, you know, we'd be scoring like 40 points in a game. And, you know, if you're winning, if you're scoring 20 to 30 points, like you should win the game, right? If you're scoring 40 points, you should win the game. But if your defense is not holding their own, then you end up tied at the end of the fourth quarter and then somebody kicks a winning field goal and then bam, it's done. Well, it's just, it's the weirdest thing because Lamar, you know, Lamar, again, he's trying to earn earn this contract. He's putting everything on his back. Lamar looked great. Offense looked great. I wish there was more of a run game, not just from Lamar, but from the running backs. That's their job. Mm -hmm. However, you know, Lamar shouldn't have to put up 35 points a game. However, I do say if, you know, that is what was gelling. That was what was working. They know the defense is just not healthy. Marlon Humphrey was on a pitch count. He came out, you know, a lot in the fourth quarter. I think that's when the offense really needs to pick it up and answer because, you know, they know the defense just isn't there, isn't there yet. I got a stat for you. Um, Is it about the Ravens or is it about the Steelers? Is it's about it's about our boy Lamar Jackson. He just yeah. set a new NFL record and has just passed Michael Vick for most games with like a hundred plus rushing yards. So yeah, he did feeling it. Also, big fan of Mike Vick outside of the PETA issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty cool. But it's funny because I was thinking about this. Everyone compares Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick, and you know, Michael Vick was how long ago? <laughs> Eight, 10 years ago. He actually was back up for the Steelers for a hot second. You know, everything has so much uh, has evolved since Michael Vick's really been, I guess, competing, competing relatively in the NFL, right? So Michael Vick was great. He did a lot on the he did a lot of rushing. He did, had a great, you know, passing percentage, all this stuff, but Mars is different. And we're definitely evolved in the NFL with uh, with how the Ravens are practicing, with how you know people are trying to figure out how to throw a ball, how to rush the ball, different plays, you know, nutrition, everything's just so mm-hmm. different now. Um, so that's why I think we're going to see a lot more from Lamar. Um, longer careers why, too. Yeah, longer career. Yeah. So it's just it's so different than it was when Mike Vick was you know in his prime. Yeah, they didn't have TB12 around, you know. The diet. <laughs> hey, hey, I've heard a lot of so I've heard a lot of people just love that stuff. Love TB12, everything about it. Says it works. See, I yeah. eat relatively healthy. Um, I eat very healthy actually, but like I do like a couple of cookies every now and again, but like not like crappy store cookies. Like I want like oh. 
no homemade tasting cookies now avocado oh, yeah. ice cream i love avocados i'm that from california disgusting. avocado toast is my shiz like i <laughs> if something has avocado in it like at a restaurant a menu i'm more likely to order it simply because it has avocado however avocado ice cream i don't know if i can get behind it i haven't tried it i haven't tried it but maybe i need to try it i don't know but that sounds disgusting but you do you you do hey you. more for me <laughs> <That's avocados laughs> are expensive as hell. i'm good i'm a big sweets person so like i'm definitely going to stay away from that but you do you drew more for me thank you more for you more for you okay next big hot take we had steelers offense where are they at i'm <laughs> unwell i'm so just not doing well at all it's like you know it sucks because I'm a fan you know what I mean I'm also reporting on the game but like I don't think I know more than football coaches I'm not gonna like say that I know more than like people on the field although I am working on it I have been studying the X's and O's lately um but <laughs> give the people what they want and put Kenny Pickett in I mean no it's- not yet no wait till after <gasps> week three they have three games in 11 days you ain't gonna do that with a crappy offensive line in a offensive coordinator that is not sure what he's doing either so that is that is the problem there's so many issues wait till after week three wait till after week week three you're right there are there are a lot of issues our offensive coordinator is playing college ball still apparently Mm -hmm. he's also up in the booth he's not down on the field like i don't know that's a little cowardly in my opinion greg roman's like that too with the ravens Not, not the not the biggest fan not the biggest fan of that um i think yeah, our offensive line isn't doing well, so it's not giving Mitch enough time. I also just don't think that Mitch is as talented of a quarterback for, like, what we need. I mean, like, he's a, he, he's a good backup. I mean, he backed up Josh Allen. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a good backup. But he he's not, like, I remember when the Bears took him in the first round. It's like, I just don't think he's that good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm just no, ready for Kenny Pickett. I mean, but I, I hear your point. We said that in the beginning. And you know what? I'm – I don't think we're going to see Kenny Pickett. I'll say, let's see, there's 17 games, maybe late October, you know? No, you're pretty Maybe, you know? Yeah, I would say late October because they're not, I mean, of course they're going to try to win every single game. That's not, you know, Mike Tomlin's way isn't trying to lose or any team that I'm very aware of. But at the same time, you don't want to get your first or your, you know, potential future quarterback killed out there it's kind of what happened with joe burrow his first year right Mm -hmm. they were losing every every single game i think they were like two and ten two and eight whatever it was and i remember seeing an argument on espn cbs wherever it was to take joe burrow out it was i think the end of november and everyone was like no you he needs reps he needs x y and z next game that's when he hurt his knee Mm -hmm. his offensive line sucked still sucks he was a rookie quarterback. They weren't going to the playoffs. They had no chance of going to the playoffs. He had his he had his reps. I think they should have taken they should have taken him out way before that. You know, in the next game he got injured, and it might happen with Kenny Pickett too, especially with this awful crappy offensive line. Well, I mean, it's great if you look at the offensive line when Ben was quarterback. I mean, just like like the main guys, like you have Marquise Pouncey, you have David DeCastro, who's a first rounder out of Stanford. You have Villanueva who, I mean, he played for you guys for in his last year in the NFL. Like, yeah, you know, sucked. yep. Oh, maybe he just did that on purpose. Cause he still has, you know, he's partial to the Steelers. Who knows? But <laughs> anyway, we had a very, very strong offensive line. And then it's like, bam, 
gone. And it's crazy because our defense is like Super Bowl ready right now, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think that brings us to our next topic, right? Does defense win games? Defense wins championships. Well, if the offense can put some points on the board, yes. <laughs> but if not, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm in between that because, you know, Ravens put up 30-plus points. Their offense put up 30-plus points and so lost if they had a credible defense which they don't really you know I think they you know their goal is to see how long they can keep the offense on the field because I think it was their second drive they had 10 Lamar was on the field for 10 minutes of the offense of the of the quarter 10 minutes that's a long time (laughs) well they didn't score (laughs) on that drive either (laughs) but (laughs) they were they were on the field for 10 minutes so it's you know the defense is rested they're, they're not on the field that much. You know, are what you, are you guys doing? Are you angry? Are you angry? I'm disappointed. I want to f- feel I'm disappointed. all of it. Vent to me right now. Tell me. I'm, <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm pissed. I'm disappointed. It's just, it's, you know, the Ravens defense has been known for years, right? Mm-hmm. Ravens defense, Ravens defense going into this year. It was all about the Ravens defense. They were a, you know, they had all three, all three parts working, special teams, defense, offense. It seemed like everything was just together, right? Mm-hmm. Defense is uh, in shambles a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what week three brings. Like, I'll take your offense. Is. Yeah, offense looks great. Uh, we just need more of a run game. But... <laughs> no, but <laughs> we need more of a run game. That's but not happy, Lamar Jackson. I, not just Lamar Jackson. Right. The thing I don't like is Lamar will take hits. I'm like, Lamar, dude, mm-hmm. don't. Because if you do, hey, you could gain concussion. Even if you don't hurt your ankle, knee, whatever it is, you could, gain concu- you could get a concussion. Um, Didn't Duvernay get a concussion over the weekend? Or am I mixing that I, up with somebody else? Yeah, no, he did. Um, mm. I don't know. If he or he's in protocol. Yes. I don't know if he's cleared to play this weekend. I just read that this morning. Gotcha. Um, Wednesday morning. So we'll see. We'll see what there's or what Sunday brings. All right. Next on the hot take list, though, I'm incredibly surprised Bengals are 0 2. Oh, and absolutely. Like, Who are they? That's Joe Burrow looks like he has no passion for the game whatsoever. Something's going on there. I feel like maybe like him and Zach Taylor are in jail and there's something weird going on because they do not look good. They stopped playing get the gat in the locker room. That's probably what it is. Sure. The song song got banned from the locker room and Joe Burrow's not happy about it. Sure. I don't know. They just like, there's like no confidence on the field. You know, they tried to rebuild their offensive line this year. Still looks like crap. Realize how I said crap, so we have to, you know, do some extra editing later. (laughs) 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 And, uh, (laughs) but they have all these offensive weapons. I don't get it. You know, they can't even put up what they put up seventeen points against the Cowboys. Cowboys came in hot, and I think they put up what was it twenty one points against the Steelers, something like that. There, I mean, that again, another you shouldn't have to put up thirty plus points. To win the game. game. Right. Yeah. So, so 17. Well, they had so many turnovers against the Steelers. And sure. yeah. But they still tried coming back. They still were, they were still in the game. They went to overtime. So 
Yeah, I feel like if the defense is handing you the ball, stopping the other teams, oh, get capitalizing on turnovers, et cetera, et cetera, like you also need to capitalize on you're getting good field position. Use it. I mean, at least a field goal. You know what I mean? And that's what I think a lot of the offenses have been having issues with, including mine or including the Steelers. Yeah, but you guys are rebuilding. You guys don't count. Anyways. No, we don't um, count. <laughs> hey, well, the Browns also uh, lost to a backup quarterback. They did. Your former starting QB. They did. They did. Um, uh, that was a great game, too. Joe Fl- I was so happy for Joe Flacco. They were down by, what was it, 10 points? The Jets? They were down. I didn't think in the first game against Ravens, I didn't think Joe Flacco looked a little rusty. Mm-hmm. But there were a ton of drops from that offense mm-hmm. in week one from on both sides, the Ravens and the Jets, a ton of them that really could have helped, again, both sides. Um, so the fact that, I don't know, that was really exciting for Joe and the Jets. I don't think the Jets are that bad. Everyone keeps, you know, after week one, they were, I remember people that are Jets fans said, the Jets are bad again. Okay, wait a second. They really didn't do that bad. They were pretty good with the defense, especially in that first half. Ravens made some adjustments, and they came back. Um, Ravens also didn't look good. They looked rusty. So really happy for the Jets. Um, that was great to come back against the Browns. <laughs> mm. You know, I, if you beat someone in the AFC North, that's a win for everyone, right? Especially, like, you know, since he used to be in the AFC North. and Did you see that the owner, someone, because I think it was at Cleveland, right? The owner. Oh, somebody threw a bottle at him? Yeah. They found the person that did it, apparently. Well, look, that's dangerous and all, but Cleveland is not, you know, the Cleveland fans aren't happy with Cleveland. Cleveland, so. I'm trying yeah. to like talk because I lost my voice. It's like taking so much more So much effort. energy just to get it out is. of it. <laughs> I'm like shouting because I can't yeah. speak right now. I don't know how I lost my voice. I didn't really do anything crazy this weekend, but here we are. Change yeah, Cleveland, France. Cleveland, France. <laughs> Cleveland fans. Cleveland fans. Cleveland. Say it five times fast. Got to do one of these to like practice. But anyway, yeah, they're, I've never been a big fan of Browns fans. Browns fans are not my favorite i will say probably worse who do you think has the worst fans in the league and i'll tell you who i think has the worst fans in the league worst fans what what's like the the parameters um like they're just terrible human beings like they wish injuries upon players they throw stuff on the field they hate on their own players if they do one thing wrong Okay. Um, worst fans in football. I know baseball, but mm, right now it's Steelers because <gasps> Ravens. Yeah, Steelers fans kind of suck. My, I told you my first game ever. I was seven years old. Steelers fan was getting a fight right in front of me. My dad had to like whisk me away. Come on, dude! Like, don't hey, that's hit me. a great welcome to the rivalry. Honestly, no, I was no. I was gonna be a lot nicer. Here. Here's who I think has the worst fans in the league. Who? The Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. 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 I was gonna Absolutely. be like, damn. I wasn't even gonna say the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. No. Ravens. No. You're so right. You're so right. The Eagles have the worst fans ever. I mean, there's a ton of Eagles fans in Baltimore. I saw them out uh, last Sunday, and I mean, they were three sheets to the wind. Awful. Just bad. Just yeah. Bad. They do. I mean, they treated you know, Carson Wentz terribly. 
but they also have these high standards for themselves, which every team does, but like their organization just isn't like that. Like you can't, the Ravens, the Steelers, like I will say they have high standards because they know there's, they can hold their standards that high, right? Mm -hmm. Like the organization is whole, you know, they, it's a winning mentality. They usually don't do dumb signings, you know, Ray Rice, you know, they Mm -hmm. told him, you know, as soon as he was caught, they were done with him. Steelers, Antonio Brown, um, you know, as soon as, you know, he went off the deep end, they're like, all right, we're done. I mean, like it took them a couple of tries, but they're like, all right, we're we're really done now. You know, Eagles, on the other hand, they just don't have that, that organizational feel. Mm -hmm. Like you guys hold your team very, very high. Have you ever heard of a Bill Burr's Philly rant? (laughs) <laughs> no oh my god it's the best thing ever he so I guess he's at like a comedy like festival or something where like a lot of big comedians are doing like 10 to 15 minute sets or whatever and yeah. it's like outside of Philadelphia and the Philly folks are just like letting every comedian have it Love They're it. just heckling every comedian. And Love so it. Bill Burr, instead of doing his 15 minute set, came on and just ripped Philadelphia folks a new one. And I think at that time is when Donovan McNabb was the QB. And he's like, I hope Donovan McNabb breaks his freaking ankles. It just was so funny. Oh, anyway, I feel a lot better after we got that off our chest. Yeah. Eagles fans suck. Steelers are runner up anyways the backup qbs in the league right now is just i mean they're they're coming through so mm-hmm. let's go ahead bring in the steelers backup qb i'm very excited maybe that'll happen one of these days it's gonna happen but you're not gonna like they play three games in 11 days they're thursday night football they just played on sunday the day before or the the their first game was a, a week one sunday like mm-hmm. they play three games in 11 days Jerky off. I'm trying to be they're still trying to find. They're still trying to find who they are as an offense. Um, you know, they, they they're another team that doesn't really have much of a run game either. So what you're gonna have Kenny Pickett throw due to the offensive times? line? No, due to the offensive line. Yeah. Right. So you're not gonna have Kenny Pickett throw 40 times if you because you can't run the ball. Look at the Titans. I mean, they had like a longer week, obviously, since they played Monday night. Tannehill Bills. was not. Bills played their second game on Monday. And I they, was like, dang, they had hella long. They yeah. had like 14, 13 days or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> I think the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. But, I mean. Yeah, they're scary good. They are, they are scary good. good. Their they, defense is good. Their offense, their offensive line, which they did have a, I think it was a their left tackle or right tackle got injured, but. Right. Yes. Still, mm-hmm. still worked. Run game was still strong enough. And, and someone on their O line just got suspended as well for one game for like punching a Titans player. So sick. Yeah. A lot of punches. So when you brought up Antonio Brown, it reminded me um, the Steelers had initially traded AB to the Bills, and that's when the Bills were terrible. And I remember laughing so hard at that, but something happened where he was like, yeah, I'm not going to play. So then the trade was vetoed and then he got traded to the the Raiders. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's great. Good times. Taking me back to my, uh, my Twitter memories. I hate you, Antonio Brown. Anyways. I just, I feel bad for him. Like I feel bad for like people that like he's affected too, but like, I don't know. It's, it's tough when like, you can't like, like everybody tells you like 
your brain's messed up. You know what I mean? Like that's, that would be tough sure, for me but to like, take. He's had, he's had a ton of people behind him, including the number one quarterback in the NFL, Tom Brady, you know, and Tom Brady's family sound like they were behind him too. You had someone that was ready to mold you into being a different person. Right. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even keep that up. So, you know, I just, I don't feel bad. I, in the beginning I did, you know, sounds like he does have some CTE, but you know, if you, you can't, he's a grown man. If you can't help yourself, you know, you have people, you have the resources all around you and you're not going to help yourself. I don't care. I will say this. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist I or am. even a therapist. Are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm your therapist. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I will say this. There's more like mental health problems in like these professional organizations than they let on. Like it's not oh, just absolutely. anxiety and depression. Like there's right. other mental health issues like narcissistic personality disorder, borderline mm-hmm. personality disorder, bipolar mm-hmm. disorder. Like, and those are a lot of things that don't get diagnosed until somebody's in their twenties or even thirties. Absolutely. So I'm like, mm-hmm. while we do attribute a lot of like issues, behavioral issues that people are having to head trauma and CTE, like yeah. they probably, there's probably a lot of folks in the NFL that are actually like, yeah, maybe a little well, sociopathic. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it, you know, their life is football. They're working 60 hour weeks, hitting guys. I mean, it's a violent game. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't know anything else rather than being violent, you know, I forget what I was watching, but someone said, you know, which is with most football players, I'm assuming not on the field, they're a different person than who they are, you know, with family yes. and friends. I heard yes. that, especially with Marshall Yonda, he was like, don't talk to me during the game, during game days. He's like, no one talks to me. I'm in the zone. I'm focused. Marshall Yonda is like this nice guy, you know, outside of the game. And it's like, once I'm in the game, I'm a different guy. Um, he's retired now, but it's just a plane to see. It's a night and day. I've seen so many videos of uh, Mean Joe Green, you know, Mm -hmm. and people would say how he was just ruthless in the game. But then like any documentary, anything where they're asking him about, you know, stuff now. I mean, he just seems like, you know, your grandpa, you know, just like the nicest guy. Yeah, I hear you. I agree. Yeah. Also, I mean, these guys, most of them played in college. Right. So they've all been told, yes, and you're the greatest, you know, Mm -hmm. their entire life. Egos so big. you're telling them that they're bad. They go what? different, you know, different, yeah. different, different. They don't know what that's like being told that they're bad. So while I'm watching Friday Night Lights, I'm learning a lot from Coach Taylor. So, <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you be a good person. <laughs> I feel. Oh yeah. Little you know what? Story you know true? Because uh, Steelers play on Thursday night. Do you want to give us a couple of picks? You know, who? I mean, at least for me, for my DraftKings. You know, your DraftKings account. <laughs> you know, what are you thinking for the Steelers and the Browns tomorrow? Do you think it's going to be more of a run game from uh, the Browns and then the Steelers? You know, who's going to be Mitch's guy? I have George Pickens, and then I do. I think I have Deontay, too. But. Yeah, Pickens is good. I think that, that Deontay is Mitch's guy. Like, yeah. he gets the most, like, targets. He has the most receptions, mm-hmm. at least from the games I've been watching. <laughs> I could go back and actually look at the stats, but just from like off top, what I've been watching, Deontay is Mitch's guy. And then, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Pat Frymouth got a touchdown. Um, George Pickens is like so incredibly talented and I would love for him to get the ball more, but again, like timing and the offensive Mm -hmm. line, if, if Mitch can get some more time, an extra Mm -hmm. 
second and a half, then I think you could see him getting the ball a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I'm just going to go through a whole wide receiver core, I guess. Like, <laughs> Also, I mean, like Claypool being like well over six feet tall. I mean, he's a huge wide receiver. You know, you use him like in very sticky situations, but again, it all comes down to timing. But as far as like who I think like Mitch throws to the most, it's Deontay. Okay. But what are you thinking about Brown's side? The Brown side? Well, I mean, they're coming in with, but yeah. So them going against Jacoby Brissett, you know, they still have like a very like shaky QB situation. So I, yeah. I could imagine them running the ball a lot, especially because the Steelers defense hasn't been as great at stopping the run. And then yeah. also factor in, like, we still don't have TJ Watt for several more weeks. So um, definitely could see them running the ball for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, cream hunt, Nick Chubb, Chubb had three touchdowns the other day, right? Georgia product. They're really good uh, with raising running backs for sure. Yeah. So uh, I have Nick Chubb on there and I said, you know, I'm going to pick one of the other Nick Chubb or cream hunt. Pick Nick Chubb. Yeah. He's good. He's good for I the think. long runs. I'll say there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Should we wrap this up, Drew? Yeah. Unless you have any more uh, feelings on your Ravens that you want to vent about. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, I think Sunday will be a toss up um, because of the defense. I think the offense will be able to put up points, but Patriots have a pretty good defense as well. Great DBs, good defensive line. Matt Judon who was previously on the Ravens is on there as well. I do hope that the Ravens kind of, you know, I don't want to ha- I don't want to have Lamar. He shouldn't have to put up 35 points a game, right? Eventually right. Need to find you know who they are again. Are we going to put Marcus Peters on a pitch count again? Marlon Humphrey, hopefully he comes back. Um, and they're hoping to get some other DBs to come back for this game. So they need them. I think, you know, every game's going to be tough, especially, you know, Ravens defense. They're just they're trying to get players back again, get them healthy. It's, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's, I guess it's a toss up. Yeah, make a move. Make him, make a move. I mean, I thick six. That's what I want this week. <laughs> love it i remember i saw him running and i thought michael pierce can we watch that replay again like he he made the tackle and then he he got the punch out too so that was really cool to see but um yeah that's you know i don't know i don't know what kind what they'll look like against the patriots i think it's going to be another close game hopefully it's not close in the fourth quarter but i think it's going to be not as many points i think it'll be 27 24 ravens there you yeah, go. A close game. Yeah. What's there your you prediction for tomorrow? I that's kind of like mine, the same same score for Thursday night for the Browns and the Steelers. I think it's actually going to be a lower scoring game. Yeah. Unless the Steelers figured something out in the last three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I think it's definitely going to be more lower scoring. So maybe, you know, we'll see like a 21-17 or 21-10 or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Hopefully Steelers on on the top side, but I have zero okay, confidence. The, yeah, I think the Browns offense. are favorited, right? They're minus two, minus two and a half. Unfortunately, I can't bet from California one of these days. I'll... Can't bet in Maryland either. I can just do draft I'm just, I'm just waiting. Just waiting. I know. I just want to do some Fandle. That's all. Like, I just want to. I know. I want to. Did you hear about that person that had like, a, they won like a million dollars? No. They like bet seven bucks, like in either Fandle or DraftKings or something. And they won like a million dollars on a big parlay. Mm, I got to find that. I so was like, I, that, can that be me? Fanduel. Yeah. Can that be me? I just Please. want, yeah. Please. Or maybe, yeah. oh, no, no, no. Maybe they cashed out at like, they cashed out at, like 200 grand or something like that. Mm, but they could have won a million dollars. Oh. <sighs> 
whatever. I'll take 200 grand. Right. Yeah. I'll take 10 grand. I'll take a grand. I'll take a grand. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, that does it for us for Queens of the North podcast. The Steelers and the Browns play Thursday night. Ravens and Patriots play on Sunday. I'm Gabby DePaula along with Drew Jones. (laughs) She's annoying. I apologize. (laughs) All right. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.